Welcome, foolish mortals, to episode three of our podcast. I am one of your ghost hosts, Kaya Frink, and today with me, I have Gabby and Bailey. Ooh, hey! Hi! How you guys doing? <laughs> Been a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, unfortunately, Sam couldn't make it with us today. Um, all of us have, like, crazy schedules this um, semester, so, like, we're going to try... Um, but hopefully you'll get to hear from her next week because we're going to try and make this more of a weekly thing rather than like a five-month thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, Gabby's been starting up her Instagram and her TikTok and has been booming in the Disney world. So all of us decided that, you know, we really wanted to bring this podcast back because, you know, it's important to us. It's like a time where we get to sit down and talk about one of our favorite things um so yeah i also want to say that if you came if you if any two of you are here from my instagram thank you very much um you watched <laughs> a video of mine and you thought wow this deserves a view um and if you're not here from my instagram go check it out gabby at disney anyway <laughs> <laughs> um so if you did not listen to episode one or two I would definitely go ahead and do that now. Just pause what you're listening to and we'll go ahead and here. check out. Yeah, we'll still be here. We'll be waiting. Um, but definitely go check out episode one and two, but more specifically episode two, um, because this is more like a, almost like a sequel to what we were talking about before. Um, instead, we're just doing a different park. Um, so we're going to be doing a must-dos and not so muches of Hollywood Studios. Um, because all of us love Hollywood Studios. I know it's probably my favorite park out mm -hmm. of the four. Um, I just think it has like a lot of potential as a yes. theme park and there's a little bit for everybody. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing today, but it's going to be a little bit different than episode two, um, not only because Miss Samantha Garcia is in here, but just because we're going to be doing it like a little differently just to make it flow a little better. Um, so I still have my list from however long ago. So mm -hmm. we're just going to be going off my list and Gabby and Bailey are going to kind of like agree, disagree. You know, it's just going to be kind of like a normal conversation just with my list rather than four lists, if that makes sense. All right, let's get going, guys. <laughs> All right. So obviously um, me, classic rock chick, rock and roller coaster is number one. Um, I love rock and roller coaster for so but I think my biggest reason is because it brings like kind of a different um music genre and you know just a I guess vibe that like a lot of kids that are a lot younger than us like wouldn't experience unless they went on this ride. So I think that's really cool. I Agree. I think Tower uh, Tower Terror. No. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> my my mind's out that right now. Um, Rock and roller coasters. I think number one. It is one of the only roller coasters in Disney World. So that's pretty yeah. cool. And um, it's not my favorite ride in Disney World itself. However, it's a, a must do in Disney. I feel for sure, at least in that part, because there aren't many like really cool rides like that. And that ride just encompasses so many fun things. Like it's a musical ride. And it goes upside down and it's inside it's really cool 
And one thing is though, it always has a long wait because Holland Studios is so crowded right now. Everything is yes. long not right. Yes. I never because it always looks so long. So I never want to wait in line for it. However, it definitely is a must do. So I agree with Kaya. Yeah, it's definitely one of my favorites. It's just different pieces of it are just so iconic by themselves. Like counting down five, four, shooting right off. And then like being in your stretch limousine and it's just all iconic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only thing I will say that like if there was something I could change about this ride, it would 100% be the queue because I'm telling you what, girl, Oh, you mean the outside part of it? Yes. Oh, I can agree with that. Yes, that is. The outside part is, like, it's insane. Mm Because, you know, they, like, they're packing people in, like, sardines outside. So it just just gets really hot. Um, And once you get inside, like, I wish there was a little more to look at. Mm -hmm, For sure. Um, But I will say, like the concert posters that will have your name on it because they read your magic band for sure for i was sure. so happy when i saw my name on one of those yeah. the picture yeah. of it oh my gosh yeah i really i really do like that um but i will say like rock and roller coaster has like one of the best pre-shows for yes. sure yeah. for sure fantastic it's mm-hmm. almost part of the ride you have to see it exactly well, and sometimes you gotta sing along not sing along but like <laughs> you know speak along <laughs> speak along <laughs> oh gosh so following rock and roll coaster these aren't really in like any particular order um but like rock and roll coaster had to be my number one one. yeah um so my number two is going to be rise of resistance for obvious reasons (laughs) yeah i mean we need to explain move on number three (laughs) i mean you can ask these two like when i first rode this ride i cried because yeah, <laughs> I mean it just blew the socks off of me because it's just like there's so many things in this ride to look at like I don't I feel like the more and more I ride it the more and more I see something that I didn't see the first Agreed. time yeah that ride the first time I wrote it was actually on Kaya's birthday <laughs> I was busy without her because I had a pass for four days and she had to go to work so I wasn't being a total mean friend I had <laughs> You let me do this. Um, and I went by myself and I sat there and I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'm a Ray fan. I'm not a Star Wars fan. So I like didn't, I don't know much about, I know like basic stuff. And I wanted to write my draw was down the entire time. And I had to keep it silent for, from November to what was it? June, May. Yeah. Because I like knew that she would love this ride so much. It's like so immersive. And everyone needs to experience it. I mean, that being said, it is, like, always a two-hour wait, but, like, honestly, I would do that. Worth so. it. Worth it. It is 100% worth it. It's immaculate, but it breaks down a lot, and that's the one con about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the add-add room so yes. much for no reason. <laughs> it's, just... it's a very immersive ride. And what I like about the add-add room is, like, I've been in, like, different areas of the room, like, when we've gotten mm-hmm. to it, if that makes sense. Like, I've yeah. been, like, facing the adats. I've been on the side of them. Like, I've just been everywhere. Um, one thing that I do really enjoy about this ride, and I think that Disney needs to, like, bring this to the plate, like, every time they start making new rides, is that if this ride breaks down, they always have, like, a plan B. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like, I've I've been on it where, you know, 
spoiler alert, <laughs> the, um, like, the gun room, I guess, whatever that's called, like, they aren't moving, but you still oh, go through awkward. it. Yeah, it was, it was really awkward. awkward, but, I mean, if you had never been on the ride before, like, my boyfriend Austin, mwah, love you, um, <laughs> we went on it together. We waited three hours for it, mind you. He enjoyed it, but, again, like, the the gun room, like, wasn't working, um, the Kylo Ren scene also wasn't working either. It just had like the pro- projection. Um, but keeping that in mind, like he still gave it like a, I think an eight out of 10. So that's just without things working, you know? So like, I'm sure he would have been just as blown away like as I was. Was better than like waiting in line, not moving while they fix it. Exactly. It's like, they got to keep people moving. Cause like, it's, one of the must-dos at Disney, yeah. and that's why it's on my list. Mm-hmm. And, and also, like, people, people like, you know, will wait in this line for hours. People come to this park, to Disney World, mostly just to go on this ride at this point. I feel like, you know, people go to this park knowing good and well this is on their bucket list, and so they have to have different options and different plans, because, like, if it breaks down, and you can't just say, oh, sorry, everybody, just leave now, like, because people pay money for this stuff. Specifically just this ride, people mm-hmm. go to the park for yeah, I mean, I know people that aren't Disney fans but are, like, huge Star Wars fans that have just literally gone to Hollywood Studios just to go exactly. to, um, you know, mm-hmm. Rise of Resistance. And, you know, we'll we'll talk about the other one later, but, <laughs> you know. My cousin, I know she didn't get to go on – she didn't go on Rise of Resistance. Like, I think she woke up at, you know, 7 a.m. to get her reservation for it. But, like, she also had a party of, like, seven, keep in mind. So that's really like, difficult. Ooh. But, like, yeah. she didn't get to go on. But, I'll, again, her kids are all below the ages of, like – you know 12 so yeah yeah see there's like a prime age you know Mm -hmm. so i mean 12 definitely like if they're all star wars fans for sure i mean honestly they might be 10 younger not important but majority of them are like below the age of six so like (laughs) yeah damn (laughs) i know um well while we're talking about like star wars you know galaxy's edge i'm just gonna say my my firm opinion about the oh, star, cruiser. Um, oh, star cruiser oh star I cruiser i thought we were going to and i was like oh, oh you're passing the line but you're really moving oh, on no. no um you know i was really excited to see how the star cruiser was going to turn out and i will say i was impressed with like the photos and videos i saw but i'm i don't know if i would it's ever spend like if i had like, if I had that amount of money, I still don't know if I would spend it mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. Because it just, like, I heard some that, like, you know, when you're in line for Smuggler's Run, like, there, you can go on, like, the, I think it's my Disney Experience app, and, like, you can play, like, a game in the line. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's pretty much what you do on the Star Cruiser, and I feel like they could have done a lot better than that. Um mm-hmm than using just like I think they give you a phone to use like for the two days but even then it's just like it kind of just feels like a little sloppy mm-hmm. I will say so I um fun fact I mean they used to know this but already but never, they don't anyway um I used to work at Honda Studios for all of one month and <laughs> oh my god um, I had no idea really wow <laughs> fun facts anyway and basically 
the um, parking lot for cast members is right at the entrance for the um, Star Cruiser. Like even like, you know, guests, if they drive by this area, they can see the parking lot, they can see the Star Cruiser. And the first time I went to work, I literally saw this big gray building. I was like, no way, that's Star Cruiser, no way. And then I learned that it was Star Cruiser. Like the building itself is a gray big blob and it looks so weird and like you're like what the heck is this and why did they do this for it you know because like it's very exposed to the world and like kind of said you know like the um the videos are really cool and stuff but i i was not a big star wars fan i would go there just to see ray in like the cool fights and i'm not paying four thousand dollars to see that so yeah and like i am a big pretty big star wars fan i'd say um and it just like I just expected more, I guess. Yeah. I'm, like, in between, I would say, Kaya and Gabby for the Star I'm Wars the, fandom. I'm the two. So. Um, and I just, <laughs> like, not only would you have to pay $4,000 for just the suite, you would have to spend so much money on the outfits, or you would feel so out of place. Ooh. Yes, yes. See, what is convenient is, like... if you come in like, jeans, like, you're, yeah. that's not the experience. Nah. And... What is nice, though, is, like, for that low price of $4,000, they do pay for your theme park ticket. Mm -hmm. Um, But what is an interesting tactic that they did, I was reading, um, the, like, transportation from, like, Hollywood Studios, like, Galaxy's Edge and the Star Cruiser closes at, like, I think 6 or 7 o'clock. So, like, earlier than the park. Yeah. Way earlier. Like, three hours earlier. Could, yeah, you, I'm could like, they take their own cars or do they have I, to take the No, it's like it, it it's all immersive experience. You have to you have to follow the whole regimen they have there, I think. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Do a little more fact checking on that, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that's what I read. I mean, it makes sense. It's like uh, they also have the whole I mean, of course, the whole resort itself is a part of the experience. So, like I'm sure that the reason why they do that is cuz they have things to do at nighttime. That's when, like, I think that's what, the reason why they have happened. I mean, obviously, it's not, it kind of sounds weird, but also, like, I have heard, you know, people, like, you know, like, the experience in the resort is why you're there, mostly. So, I'm sure they have a lot going on at nighttime. Yeah. So, True. this is what it says. It says, the transport shuttle for the day departs at 4 p.m. Oh! So, or? Yeah. So, I don't know if that means that, like, they stop like the shuttle at four or if that means you have to leave like you have to be in the park by four if that makes sense oh i see what you're saying well you also get like your past like your immediate trip to rise resistance so it's like i'm sure like you get where you need to get done done true so i guess i guess like you know it's all inclusive so they make it worth your time yeah but i feel like that's kind of crappy to like pull everybody out of the park if that's what they do like i feel like they wouldn't do that I hope not, because that's kind of wacky, but at the same time, like, I guess to, like, yeah. If they have, like, shows and dinner and all that kind of stuff back. Yeah, they got to run on a schedule, for sure. Yeah. Well, moving on to number three in my list, I just kind of had to take a little Star Cruiser break (laughs) to kind of, I had to weave that in there. I've been holding that in for a while. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... Number three on my list. I feel like you guys might disagree with this one. Um, But, you know, we'll see. Um, I love the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. Both of them know this about me. 
um, people that are listening to this that are my friends know this about me. I love Indiana Jones. Um, love the movies. Just Harrison Ford, fantastic. It's also why I love Star Wars. Um, it's just, I really like that, you know, number one, you get to sit and watch a show. But I also really enjoy the um, audience interaction in this, you know, show. Because, like, I love when, like, you're sitting in the audience and everybody raises their hand to get picked and stuff. And you get to actually be on the show. Um, I said this in our first episode of our podcast. But, you know, for my 18th birthday, I was picked to be, like, one of the, you know, background actors or whatever on the show. And I absolutely had the best time of my life. Um, it's just like you're it's it's really fun um definitely recommend it for anybody that hasn't done that before um but I will say that like you know since COVID's been going on since they released it um the first time we watched the show uh after it got you know brought back from COVID they only did I think two of the scenes they did the um like the first scene where it's um like him at the in the temple of doom and then the second one when he's in Cairo, they didn't do the third one. I don't know what that's called, but like the one with the plane and stuff. But um, when me and Austin went to go see it, the third one was brought back. So I don't know if they do that one spontaneously or whatever, but I will say that it was kind of underwhelming without the third show. Mm. So, yeah, I was like, I've never seen it, so I can't speak for anything on this one. <laughs> yeah, oh, really. Okay, well, then I'll talk. So, <laughs> um, okay, it's not that I don't like this show. I just didn't grow up as an Indiana Jones fan. I didn't grow up in, like, a like I enjoy shows, but, like, my family was more of a rides, 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 you know, park open, park close, rides thing, a fast pass. Yeah, that was, that was our family. And so, like, I watched some shows, you know, like, if, you know, Magic was available and there's no way we go in there for, for some AC, but, like, the Anna Jones show, we like we did obviously a couple times, but like I am nowhere near as obsessed with it as Kaya is, and it's like, <laughs> of course if I'm with her, I'll do it because I know she likes it a lot. But like I was there with my friend a couple weeks ago, and the thought never crossed my mind. My, like I never thought about going to see it. Like I thought I was like, oh yeah, it's over there, but I never thought about like going to see it because like it just it's a cool show, but it's like a once every couple months show for me. Now like I don't need to see it every time I'm at Hollywood Studios. Um, I also have anxiety. So whenever they ask me for volunteers, my heart starts pumping and pumping and pumping. So I'm like, don't let me do oh, it. Yeah, and you're like, no- don't pick on me. Don't pick on me. Even so though like, your hand isn't raised. So I don't yep. I know exactly. They, they, they don't pick you unless you ask to be picked. But don't know. I'm like, you know, don't see me. Don't see me. I'm totally not 20 years old. So it's a great show. When I watch it, I love it. All stuff. It just isn't my first thought about. Where they so. So. Gabby, if you could replace Indiana Jones with something, what would it be? Girl, I didn't think of this until now. Um, <laughs> um, Wait, see, Kai, I, I really like to talk about the Star Wars day that they used to have. Oh my God, yes, I could talk about this for hours. So yeah, while Gabby's thinking, I'll. This is another reason why I love the show because this like specific day sticks out in my mind. Um. So for all of my Hollywood Studios fans, they um, used to do Star Wars weekends before Galaxy's Edge was a thing. Um, I forget, like, what month or months it was during, 
because like me and my dad would frequently go quite a bit um but basically like star wars weekends um you'd like go in the park and basically everything would be star wars they'd have like star wars parades which would feature like some of the people from the movies and stuff um they had like in the um you know, like, that area, like, the Star Wars, like, photo area, like, the outpost, I think it's yeah. called? Yeah. Like, it's near, um, like, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid mm-hmm. show. Um, that used to be a big tent with a shop. I think that's where it was. And, like, it was just flooded with Star Wars merch. And, like, you got to, again, like, meet people, like, from the movies and stuff. Um, there were a bunch of, like, photo opportunities in there. Um and then, like, all throughout the park, like, you can meet all kinds of um, Star Wars characters. I met Darth Maul, Chewbacca, and, like, a couple Ewoks. Um, I never met Darth Vader because the line was always, like, insane for Darth Vader for obvious reasons. Um, but, you know, you just got to, like, walk around and, like, you know, interact with a bunch of Star Wars characters. But looping back around to what Bailey was saying, um, the what they would do is for the Indiana Jones show they would do almost like a Star Wars overlay, which was like fantastic. Um, the like the specific scene that I remember is in the Cairo scene, like the big like gangster mob guy was Darth Maul. That's like the specific scene that sticks out in my mind. It was so cool. Um, anybody that's listening, like if you're a huge Star Wars Indiana Jones fan, totally would check it out on YouTube because it was something that like I always look forward to on Star Wars weekends. Um, but yeah, Gabby, hopefully <laughs> you have your idea because I'm running out of breath. <laughs> okay. Um, so like not an actual idea, more of like, well, I guess not an, I don't hate it. It's more of a con. Well, okay. Um, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, that's right. I think So like, just because you put me in a spot, I had to think of something basically. <laughs> So, uh, I know there already there's already this in the park, but no one cares about it. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking cars. Cars could be a could a cool show that's put in there. I would not be able to tell you how they would do that or what would be in it, but cars could be a good idea. I don't know. And also Marvel. Marvel would be cool mm. in there too. I was, I was looking up, when you were talking. I was looking up Disney action movies. Yeah, they have the whole Marvel and. California, but they don't really have anything here. No, exactly. So I was like, yeah. you know, a Marvel show would like, that would be very popular. I mean, oh for so. sure. So if they did like an Avengers type thing, I think exactly. that would or even do very well. Anything in the Marvel universe? No, literally. Honestly. So that's what I would do. I I could get behind that. I mean, I love the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, but I'm also a big fan of Marvel, so I wouldn't be like yeah distraught. No. Um, what you were saying, like, the Cars show kind of reminded me, um, before they made Galaxy's Edge, they had the Lights Motor Action show. Oh, yeah. Did you guys ever see that? Um, I think so. I th- we really did not watch shows, my family. so. I, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and my, well, my family was very much of a, you know, show family, just because, like, we went to Disney so much that, like, we couldn't, like, we had to find other things to do, mm-hmm. I guess. But basically, Lights, Motors, Action, all I remember was there were three black cars, one red car, and, like, they just, like, do, like, really cool stunts with the cars and stuff. I think I did watch that, but it's a very, very, very vague memory in the deep, deep depths yes. of my brain. 
And I think at one point in time, they turned the red car into Lightning McQueen, but I could be wrong, but I have a very, like, vague Maybe memory. Like, yeah. Maybe um, for the anniversary of cars, they probably, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but now they have, like, the Lightning McQueen, like, Racing Academy. We've never done that, and I kind of want to check it out at some point, like, when we have nothing low. to do. Yeah, the weight's low, so might as well. Yeah. yeah. Tune in next week. Maybe we'll make it over to Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Um, so my next thing on this list is the Frozen Ever After sing along. Oh, I so good. will so tell good. you what. I love the American Idol experience. Like that was one of my favorite things to do at Hollywood Studios. Because like you got to hear like all these random people that were in this in the park with you like sing and you're like, holy crap, these people are actually good. Um, but what was like, I, like, I was really sad to see the American Idol experience go. Cause it was like, I'll kind of do the synopsis at the end, but, um, so I, I really love the American Idol experience, but I will tell you what the frozen ever after sing-along is fantastic. Like, <laughs> so I do good. not think Disney has a better show slash like indoor sing-along mm-hmm. thing than this like no. i i i don't even know what it is about it like i love the frozen it's, soundtrack it's very like relatable it changes based yes. on what's happening right now like it yeah. could have been something that happened yesterday it's very improv too yes the the two people like the what are they called the storytellers oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. the storytellers of arendelle do a fantastic job of like you said bailey like they just do very like impromptu, like keep it up to date and relevant and i really love that but Mm -hmm. i think i think the best thing about the frozen ever after sing-along is when you look to your left and you see like a 50 year old dude with his child singing let it go like (laughs) there's nothing better and they're also like adult jokes Yes, they like slide. Yes, they slide right over kids' heads. This I had we never. Okay, I had never seen a show until we went last summer to Disney, and like I, I always want to do it. I always never. I always heard about you know good things about it. I never had done it though. And when we did it, I mean, I think you two were both passing out before the show started, obviously because we're we're tired. But like, it was just so funny, and like we all like Frozen. Maybe have been a little bit overhyped, but the soundtrack is phenomenal, and no one can argue with that. So. I like it just it's so fun even as like you know us 19 year olds or 18 no we were either way we were younger we were younger at that time we were just jamming out everyone you know from the ages of 5 to 25 to 50 we're all singing it's just the cutest thing ever mm-hmm. I love it I love it um I I just wish that maybe I mean I'm not a huge fan of Frozen 2 I mean <gasps> what like okay i loved i loved the first frozen frozen 2 like i think visually was better but i think like plot wise and song wise i don't think it met up to oh my frozen God. standards we have oh my i do not agree with that at i all. think it is one of the better sequels of any yes, of the disney yes. sequels but i don't think it matches up to par with the first one okay see okay okay so let it go was amazing and like i feel mm-hmm. like 
thing is, I think the soundtrack has has like two let it goes in it. Like it has Into the Unknown is really good, and then yep. Show Yourself to Me is like it makes me want to cry whenever I hear it. And I think like the message of that movie, like I feel like it was the most needed sequel ever for Disney. Like it explained the movie so well. I kind of filled in some points, you know. I don't yeah. know. I, someone, a friend I know on Instagram, she says that like she thought it was unneeded, and I'm like, I think that it was absolutely needed for this movie. But I mean, obviously, everyone has their own opinion. I'm not saying you guys mm-hmm. can't. I'm just telling you for people who who agree with me. Hello. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that it was it just. I just loved it. I mean, I don't watch movies all the time, but I love that movie so much. I sing along to it. I scream. I, I just feel it in my soul. So, yeah, but like, really good. Yeah, but like going like going back to the soundtrack of Frozen Two, um, I wish they would maybe add like some songs from Frozen Two like into the Frozen sing along. Oh, for sure. But I I think that like the Frozen soundtrack is so popular oh, and like so well put together that it just it flows better in mm-hmm. that show. Yeah, the Frozen soundtrack is is very it's more iconic because it was the original mm-hmm. thing. Whereas if they add new stuff in it, it's gonna be like oh wait, I think people will be very confused. Like they had to make a yeah. whole new theater for or a whole new showtime for the Frozen two because like yeah, Frozen one is just that the, that soundtrack. It's like everyone knows the songs, everyone sings them along. It's just I yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, you know, my top five would not be my top five without Tower of Terror. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah. You know, I here's my thing. <laughs> Tower of Terror scares me so bad, but at the same time, I love the theming. Like, I hate drop towers, but I will go on Tower of Terror because of the theming of the ride. Yeah, I mean, I'm the, the same way. The whole abandoned hotel vibe, just the mechanics and the ride itself are phenomenal. So it's just like. I and just the cast feel... members and their yes. outfits and their acting. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like I'm doing Hollywood Studios an injustice if I don't ride it. Hey, Kaya, do you want to tell the fun story that me and you had? <laughs> <laughs> I knew this was going to come up. You know? <laughs> so, for all of our viewers, me and Gabby were just having a wonderful day at <laughs> Hollywood Studios, as one does. And Gabby drags me on so forcefully to Tyler Terror. <laughs> Um, I almost, like, excuse my language, shit my pants every time I go on this ride. Like, I'm there, like, shaking, like, getting butterflies in my stomach, and then I see, like, a six-year-old next to me, like, oh, let's go in front row, daddy! And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, when me and Kaya first rode it together, we were grabbing onto each other for dear life. Yeah, I just, there's just something about this ride that gives me the heebie-jeebies, obviously. So, I think... I told Gabby, I was like, Gabby, I swear to God, if we get in front row, I'm literally going to cry. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I guess you guys can assume what happened. We get in front row. And I'm like, at this point, I'm like, you know, I got Gabby. I'll be fine. So <laughs> <laughs> we're going up. I'm still really scared because, hello, like, front row and Tower of Terror. I've never done it before. I'm literally I 20 years old. Way. I was so excited. <laughs> I, I have never, I have never done front row and Tower of Terror until this day. So we're going through like the show scenes or whatever, and then we finally get to the part where they like hoist us up into the air um, to get ready to drop, and the ride stops right before you get in the air, like right the with the last little inch forward before you go down. Yeah. It just yeah. stops. Yeah, they like I think they like clicked us in, 
and then we just mm-hmm. didn't drop. So then, we're, yeah, we're just sitting there. The lights are still off. It's a little, it's a little scary because it's like, okay, like when are we gonna drop whatever? <laughs> then they start like going over the intercom and like saying weird stuff. But like the the one that really sticks out to me was like, Echo One, prepare for a full drop. And I'm like, what is a full drop? Like what? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think they the cast members just meant like prepare for like a full ride but at yeah. the time I'm like cry- like borderline crying because I'm so scared and then the show lights come on and you can oh. see all the wires and crap and it just was not a all fun the brick time walls. <laughs> not a fun time and then you hear like the little eight-year-old next to us like mommy are we gonna die <laughs> <laughs> it's just not it wasn't it we all became friends in that ride we're all yeah. talking Hey guys, how we doing? <laughs> you still alive over there? Yeah, no? <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then, we go, we drop finally, and the lights are still on. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, even I, like, as someone who loves Tower of Terror, like, I love Tower of Terror. I think it's such a fun ride to go on. I, drop towers don't bother me until, until what happened last week happened. Now they're kind of going to be a little bit harder for me to go on. Yeah. But um, uh, I think that there's always fun rides. I love the feeling of my stomach, you know, falling out of my chat, you know, falling out of my body. I think it's so fun. Um, but Kaya, I, Kaya and Bailey both are not big fans of it, and I just drag them on every time because it's, you know, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but this time when this happened, I was like, all right, Kaya, you can use a break now. You can use a break. Yeah. Me and me and Austin did not go on Tower Terror. I don't. Both think- of us are scared. <laughs> Uh, but also, my, my first time on Tower Terror, I will mention, I was terrified of that video they showed us. So I got off that ride, and I was sobbing my eyes out. And I just remember walking out, out, walking out of the elevator, seeing the cast member, and he's like, he was looking at me, and I'm crying. And it's like, uh, have a great day. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I could totally see that. No, literally. And then, I mean, I, I'm not sure what clicked in my head. I think one day, I just decided to stop being afraid of that ride. Because, like, I think my, you know, my family was like, Gabby, come on, it's not that scary. It's not, like, you know, they're hyping it up saying it's so good and then i was like you know what frick this i can do it now so now i'm on good with tarot i used to I, I cried one time one time and then it got the best of you that one time yeah so moving on we finished the top five like our must do's um i feel like all of us are pretty concise except for you know indiana jones mm-hmm. that's okay um but you know, that's just this one of my bottom one makes a lot more controversy, and that'd be a yeah, lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm like, we gotta save some room for the the not so muches because, like, I feel like between like you two and the viewers, like, I feel like there is gonna be some controversy, but that's okay. You know, okay. we all can't have the same opinion. No, or else this big blue world would be boring. <laughs> all right, so I gotta put my glasses on for this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting intense um okay so my number one on my not so much is list is smugglers run and i'm just going to give a brief synopsis of why i put it there um it not specifically is you know my first not so much but it's like it's the one that like kind of stuck in my mind for like what i was going to talk about um so the first time i went on smugglers run was on my birthday um when i was 18 same same you know day i did the indiana jones thing um I had a fantastic time because I was in the right pilot seat which is the best seat um but I've heard 
well, I've heard and, you know, experienced, you know, the other two, you know, parts of the ride where you hit one button, the engineer, and that is so annoying. Like, it's, I just, they're, like, if you are not in the pilot seat, that ride is not worth it. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, when you're in the other two seats, you can't really see the screen in front of you. And the other thing that really bothers me is, like, true to, like, the Millennium Falcon, the gunner seat should, like, be on the side, not, you know, in a row. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you also hit one button when you're in the gunner seat, and that's it for the entire ride. Mm -hmm. And you're like, what? I just waited 50 minutes for nothing. Mm -hmm. Literally. And, you know, as a Star Wars fan, it just hurts because it's, like, me and Gabby got stuck with this family that did not, <laughs> did not speak so English. They did not speak a lick of English. And their two kids were in the pilot seat. And I was like, oh, my God. So we we were just, like, looking at each other, like, what do we do, you know? Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. I just think I like the concept of this ride, but I think they could have done better. Mm-hmm. But. I will say that, like, this ride did come out before Rise of Resistance, so they probably rushed this one first. So I think it's kind of the same thing with, you know, uh, Pandora, like, with the Navi River Journey and um, Flight of Passage. I think they just kind of, like, scapegoated this ride and spent more of their time on Rise of Resistance. Yeah, Yeah, probably. So, yeah, my first experience on this ride, again, was on Kaya's birthday, same as her experience on it, um, and <laughs> it was during the times of COVID, obviously, so the wait time, I would say, is probably, like, 40 minutes. I don't even know. It was, it, it wasn't awfully long, but the only COVID time, what? Well, never mind. Um, uh, the, now I'm, I'm trying to thought one way. Um, because of COVID, they basically you had to go in by party, meaning that I was by myself. So I had a whole entire thing to myself, meaning I was in pilot seat. So I like, and I was able to reach over both sides. I was on the steering side, but I also could do the little, whatever you call it, the little hyper jump thing with Jiggy. I don't even know what it's called. Mm-hmm. Hyper drive. Um, yeah, there we go. And I thought it was really fun because it was my first time being Galaxy's Edge, my first time on that ride. I was pilot. I was able to do both things and all that stuff. And I thought it was great. Um, that being said, I have not been on pilot since, mm-hmm. and it's not as fun. I this ride, I think it's worth going on, but the thing is, it has to be a certain amount of time that you're waiting for. Because mm-hmm. like I don't, like, I mean, obviously it's not fun to get engineer or a gunner, but like if it's not a long ass wait, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no. Like if it's a 30, 40 minute wait, I'm not gonna really like, eh, I'll skip it. Like, I will go on it. I just won't be as I. Pilot's obviously the best seat in my opinion. Yeah, everyone's opinion too. This is not, that's not a everyone likes pilot more. So I'm just I'm not as anxious to go on this ride as I am Rise of Resistance. No. Oh, for sure. Like if you had to give a ride up, you wouldn't be too sad about this one. Nope, not at all. Um, so my next one. Now this one kind of follows in the footsteps of Smuggler's Run. Um. Star Tours and here's my thing I will never skip Star Tours when I go to Hollywood Studios because it's literally always like 25 minutes or less Mm -hmm. and I really like that you pretty much are almost guaranteed like a new experience every time 
but it is so outdated. It makes yeah. it makes my brain shake. The just mm-hmm. like the 3D. I think Disney just needs to do like do away with the whole 3D thing because it's like all all of the rides that include 3D just hurt my eyes. Yeah, I okay, like you said, you know, this ride, I obviously it's always like a small, small weight. Like, I think I went last time and it was at it was, I think the weight was like probably 15, whatever. I don't even know. It was basically a walk on ride, so like it's always great to go on. And again, like you said, I love how they have the new movies in it, and like it's yeah. always different. I love that. However, I do get motion sick, yeah. and so like if it's a really, really you know, cool ass you know, experience. I'm going to be about to vomit at the end of it, which sucks. Like, if we get a really good one, I might be sick at the end of it. Yeah. Um, and like you said, that it always is outdated. It's very, like, it, it, that, the queue is very outdated. Like, I don't know what the heck any of it means, you yeah. know? So, I, it's always fun to go on, for sure. I, I, I liked going on a lot, but I do understand, like, it definitely could be updated in some areas. However, it also, I feel like it's a little bit underrated, in my opinion. I I, can, I mean I got Rebel Spy so like <laughs> you yeah, know it's, it's hard flex, <laughs> but it I, is it's very outdated mm-hmm. and it really like you could take that ride and make it better like yeah. without having to change a bunch of the technology because you could keep the ships and you could keep the animatronic and stuff yeah just change the screen yes like it doesn't need to be. 3D, you know? Uh, yeah, like, why? I hate goggles in Disney. Get, them, get rid of all uh, the goggles. Yeah. Yeah. It's 2022. Come on, guys. For real. For real. So, does anybody have anything else to say about Star Tours? Um, oh, well, this is not nothing about the whole thing, but fun story. Um, when in my time working at Hollywood Studios, when I, on my exit to work, you know, <laughs> to work, we're both like in the area of Star Tours. So, like, if I go into work, you know, before 7 o'clock, you just see the big ass, like, whatever the heck they're called, the weird things on the, they're, the big machines that are just standing there, they're terrifying. And then at nighttime, they have music playing, and it's, like, animals fighting each other in the background. So, you're leaving the park at, like, 10, 30, 11 o'clock, and it's dark, and you just hear that in this weird, weird, it's, it's literally terrifying. Anyway, we can move on now. <laughs> I know. I remember when you told me that, Gabby, and I was like, "Yeah, that would be kind of scary." <laughs> Terrifying. Anyway, so moving on, um, the third one on my list. Yeah, I will say it has nothing to do with the ride in general. It's more what got like it that Removed. it replaced. Yeah, it replaced one of my favorite rides, like at Disney. So it had to be on this list. Um, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Boom, boom, there, boom. I said it. I said it. So subscribe. <laughs> just starts crying. Um, I will say I miss my girl. Great movie ride so much. That was one of my favorite rides ever. Not only because like, you know, you got to sit, relax, you got to see all the movies and stuff. It was more just like um, one of my favorite memories is like me and my dad used to play like a game at the end, like at the, where they keep the, where they show like all of the movie scenes like on the big uh, screen. Um, and me and him would like count how many like we've seen and like I would always try to beat him but like hello I was like eight and he was like <laughs> 40 so obviously I wouldn't win but um, I think that that made me like a movie person so I have a lot of respect for it and also I just feel like 
the great movie ride fit better into like the Hollywood studios realm better than Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway does yeah. because it's Hollywood, you know? So it's literally in the, the Chinese theater. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, if runaway, if Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway was in magic kingdom, I would have no, you know, malice or, you know, harmful intent. But well, like, it's it like in Hollywood studios, just don't take away the great movie red. I can agree with that. Too. So, um, hmm. I growing up, the great movie ride was like it was good. However, I like was never dying to see. It's always like a thing that I not like. I it's like I enjoy watching it or like looking at it. But I also like it was old, and as a little child, I was like, oh, this again kind of vibes. Like I still like, enjoyed it, but like not as much as you know people like you know you know Kai or Dad did or you did. You know, like it didn't make me appreciate anything. Like it was cool and stuff, but like, I never like appreciated as much as you guys did. Mm-hmm. And I love classic Disney, and of course, like this ride definitely. Maybe in your opinions, what if a better Magic Kingdom? I think in this ride fits perfectly in this park. Um, it's obviously sucks that Tower is such an iconic ride because although I didn't enjoy as much of it, I know so many people did. So I like I love Minnie and Mickey's Runaway. I think it's the cutest thing ever. I mean, I know you guys do. You guys love it too. Mm-hmm. I love it. I you know I think it's fine in Hollywood Studios. It sucks that it replaced a really good ride. Obviously, maybe like it, it could have been placed somewhere else because you know Disney has so much room and money that they could, definitely could have put it in a different area like the freaking cars thing like that could have been easily mini mickey's yes um, oh that would have been a good place for it oh yeah you know mark that down that's a good one um yeah but um yeah like i mean that definitely i love the ride i think it belongs to the studios it sucks that it took over and it's such a good ride like you know such a good you know iconic ride um also i'm really waiting that line for a long time like i usually Same. wait in that line for an hour and i have no problem doing it i don't know what it is about that ride i think i'm so used to the queue being this where yeah, like, as long as it is i'm like oh this is fine it moves you through you're not just like standing there no, you always are unless it's broken down you're always moving and so it feels like it goes by in two minutes i love the old-fashioned vibes of not old sorry old classic vibes there we go of you know mm-hmm. classic disney i i love nostalgia like i love the old characters that you know the fab four five you know try to say but um mm-hmm. and so i wish they incorporated more of them into the parks and different rides so i love that ride anyway case closed so something that like kind of sparked an idea into my mind would both of you saying like it could replace you know like the lightning mcqueen racing mm-hmm. academy um, I know all of us like grew up in the area where like Toontown was a thing. Is they about Toontown? Yes. So if they could somehow like bring Toontown back where like the light the Lightning McQueen Racing Academy was and then have like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway like oh incorporated into that, that would be a brilliant idea. Your sends an email to Bob Chipek right now. Yes. Be like, hey Bob. Hey Bob. <laughs> Because I, you know, like, you guys kind of, you know, changed my mind. Like, I, I love Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It's a perfect, like, it's a beautiful ride. You know, everything about it is great, except for the fact that it replaced one of my favorite mm-hmm. rides. I think um, that's like how I feel, too. Like, I think it, it deserves its spot in Disney. And I think maybe it didn't deserve to replace an iconic ride, but I think it deserves a place in Disney World. Absolutely. Wow. So, that. that was a beautiful agreement right, you went on there. Right. I love- right. Look at us. So this one I feel like is 
pretty self-explanatory. Both my bottom, like these bottom two are. Um, first one is going to be Beauty and the Beast live on stage. Um, yeah. This show, okay, I will say I love the story of Beauty and the Beast. Obviously, I know Bailey loves the story of Beauty and the Beast. It's one of those, you know, it's it's a classic Disney movie. They shit on it in this <laughs> musical. They really do. I mean, just like they take all the best parts of the movie and mash them together in a musical and make them so bad. Mm-hmm. I okay. So my sister was in um drama when she was in she's Lauren, not Allison, obviously. Um she was in drama in high school and so the first musical she partaked in partook that partook whatever the heck it is, partook in was um <laughs> I can't think right now in English. I just can't, but um was being the beast and she had got the part of Lumiere. And so oh. I like I know it's so cute. And so I like had a really good connection to being the beast and like that was like where I started my love a, a strong love for Disney and theater. And then I like watched that show like three times because when your sister's in it, you see every single you know show they have of it. So um, and then going from that back to seeing um when I went back to when I went to um Hollywood Studios, um for my college tour of UCF and I went on to see Being the Beast, I like you know you hear the first song and they mash up two songs together and they say through a series of, series of events where Belle gets in the woods and blah blah here we are to be our guests and I was like what the heck is this <laughs> like what is this yeah. I literally but they really I mean obviously it's still you know a cute show for kids to watch mm-hmm. but like people who loved you came from a background of theater not that I did but like people who like you know have that background seeing a nice show of it and then going to Disney World to see that was such a letdown. It just doesn't flow well. And the social distancing effect of it makes you oh, laugh your ass. Vomit. Oh, Literally yeah, so, so bad. But it's the way that they can bring that show back, but not Voyage of the Little Mermaid for me. That literally... <laughs> When I was wa- wa- walking, um, uh, I work. This some couple or family stopped me and was like, "Hey, so when where's is this coming back at all?" I'm like, "I have no idea. You know as much as I do. I know like they put seeds there. I remember me and you, Kaya, were walking by, and you're like, I hope you know they bring it back.' I'm like, Kaya, there are benches in the front entrance. <laughs> yep. Hint. Yep. They might it have hurts. used COVID as an excuse to get rid of that show. They might have been wanting to get rid of it anyway. I hope. Ah, oh, might yeah. as well. I heard that's, like, why it's news right now because of COVID, but also, like, I don't, the excuse COVID isn't working for Disney anymore. The excuse is not cut anymore. Because, you know, they brought back Festival of the Lion King, which is an indoor show, so it's, like, Uh they can't really, they can't really use COVID as an excuse anymore like that. also, like, Festival of Fantasy, when I went with my friend, Taylor, on Sunday, yes, we we were on the hum grass waiting for Festival of Fantasy. People are waiting there for like probably an hour for that. Like people are waiting and lo- you know, there are herds of people just standing in the groups. Like it's there's no reason for them to make excuses about it. Like like because mm-hmm. people are willing to wait now for this stuff. People are yeah. gonna hurl up no matter what you do. Yep. So and uh, when we in Austin went to Animal Kingdom on Wednesday, you know we went to do it's tough to be a bug. You know <laughs> had to do it. Um, I do, but, do. I mean, the cast members were literally packing us in like sardines, like into like the pre-show area, like mm-hmm. before they let you into the theater. They like, I mean, they were telling us fill in all the available space, fill in all the available space. Yep. I'm like, okay, if COVID is such a big deal to Disney, where they can like shut down some of my favorite stuff, like why, why are we packing in so heavy? You know. 
Yeah. I'll probably you classify Little Mermaid as one of your favorite things in all studios. But it it's not on this list and it would be on this list if <laughs> it, was it was open. open. Yeah. See that that show, I remember like I remember it vaguely, but I don't I remember kind of being a little bit creeped out by it, not even gonna lie. Yeah. I mean the Ursula is literally terrifying. Like there is not a single time I've seen that show where a little kid has not like cried when she came <laughs> on stage. Because it's just like this big animatronic Ursula that yeah. one time I like was watching it and it broke down like mm-hmm. on stage and you were like, oh my god. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And like apparently I, I think her head has fallen off before. Oh. I You know like those top 10 like animatronic failure things? Yeah. Yeah. I think she was on one of them. I think her head like fell off. And you know how terrifying that would be as a kid? Very much so. I'm looking at a picture of her right now from the show of like, oh <sighs> Like, yeah. imagine your Ariel playing that part and just talking to an animatronic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, my final one on this list, you know, it, it, deser- <laughs> it deserves to be on this list. It is number one on this list. <laughs> it's, yeah, it should have been number one if, we, if I was going in, like, numerical order. Um, alien swirling saucers. There is not oh. a single person that would, so I think, bad. would disagree with this. It is so bad. Well, me and Kaya, we went to we went the same trip for um, our breakdown of Tower of Terror. We were like, hey, it was random, you know, opening for the Swimming Saucers. Neither of us have been on it for obvious reasons. We go on it, it's the most bumpy, weird ass thing ever. And we're like, why did we decide this is a good idea for us? Yeah. yeah. Even it, as it, a kid ride, it's just not even worth it. It it like it feels like it wasn't a kid ride because me and Gabby were getting like jerked around. Like like the, it's like you know, for what ride? I'm I don't know, just other rides that when you're swirling around, it's a lot more even and nice and cohesive. It's like you feel the bump the bumps and bumps and bumps as it's swirling you around and moving you to different circles. It's the absolute worst thing ever. Yeah, I was not a fan. Probably will never do it again. Nope. No. It just, I think there are better things that could go there, like that are Toy Story themed. Yeah, and I get that you have to have like a kid ride, but you could have done so much better. Yeah, like, I mean, Toy Story Mania is like a kid ride, you know, like little kids yeah. can go on that. It's not scary. Mm-hmm. You know, Slinky Dog Dash, beautiful. Honestly, like when I made this list, I had not been on Slinky Dog Dash. It oh. probably would be on my top five. But in parentheses, it would say at night because that was beautiful. Oh, the first time I finally went on that, we, we watched the video of him. We're like, this is, looks stupid. And we go there, like, oh, this is cool looking. And we, we can't yeah. get on until later on at night. And the view of Galaxy's Edge on that ride. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's such a smooth ride, too. Yes, yes. Everything about it is really good. I, mm-hmm. I like that it's a little kid coaster. Um, honestly, I think it's one of the smoother little kid coasters that Disney has. Like, big, I'm telling you what, Big Thunder Mountain is not a little kid's coaster. No, the more, the more and more I go on it, the more and more I'm like, this is not for kids. Is it, is it classified as a kid's coaster? I don't know, because, like, I honestly think every the coaster. isn't that tall. For yeah. Around. My oh my yeah. gosh, my little cousin, my my little cousin, my cousin's um daughter went on that ride and she, we were in the queue and she was crying because she was so afraid to go on the ride. I mean, the queue is kind of scary looking, like, and then like the first the first room, like with all the bats and stuff, like screeching, like it's oh, oh yeah, yeah, and, you pass that part and then you're fine. Yeah, 
I have, I have like a vivid memory of, you know, in, I don't know what room it was in, but I remember there being like a boulder that would like almost fall on you. I don't know if that's just me, but I have a memory of that. I, I don't remember a boulder. Actually, yes, Um, I do. Was it like above you kind of? Yeah. You know, the room where like the track, like the the track is there. Yeah. Yes. Maybe I'm it's gonna a Mandela look at effect. I don't know. Did a boulder used to almost <laughs> fall on you? I have no idea. I remember that now that she said that. I was like, no, there's no boulder. And I was like, oh, wait. I need to figure this out. I'm confused. What? It might be a Mandela effect kind of thing. Oh, there's seven things you didn't know about things Thunder Mountain Railroad. Oh, it initially was an opening day attraction. It was first meant to be a river ride. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Thank God. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't really see where... Uh, oh, Thunder Mountain Mine Rock's not moving. So we'll never know. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I kind of have a vivid memory of that, but like... I remember just like rocking. Yeah, like you rock. You still rock. <sighs> eh, well, you know, the world may never know. It's okay. You don't need to know. I know. I'm like, I could sit here for 20 minutes and do research, but I don't want to keep our viewers waiting. No. Um, Well, thank you, everybody, that's been, you know, listening to our rant about Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I'm not sure what park we're going to do next. I know it's going to be a 50-50 between, you know, Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So um, I feel like we'll probably do Animal Kingdom because I – believe we were thinking about saving Magic Kingdom for last because there's just a lot to cover in that park. The best for last. <laughs> yeah. Is it my my radar? <laughs> I mean, I love Magic Kingdom. It's just so busy all the time. Yeah. Because yeah. like a lot of people that are coming like on vacation, like, you know, if they're coming for like one day, if they're staying in Florida for a week, you know, they're going to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. So it's just like there's just way too many people there all the time but I will say like me and Austin had a great day there um you know we haven't really talked about Genie Plus on this podcast I think we should save like a whole podcast to talk about Genie Plus we're just like you know just half a segment or something because you know I just think it's there's a lot of cons to that so Mm -hmm. I think we should do that sometime so for our viewers out there stay tuned for that yes That'll be a fun up. We will we will have a, a lot better schedule planned out soon. We will have, you know, very riveting topics coming up, hopefully, you know. And thank you for bearing with us because we know we take forever to film these video film these videos to record these podcasts. But we promise we will stay on a schedule this time. Yeah. I don't I don't know if we'll ever be able to have like a specific specific date that we and post time. and time. But I will say that, like, I really think we're going to try and do these weekly because I really enjoy, like, just sitting down and talking about Disney. Mm, um, oh, yeah. 
and you know having people listen to me do it even better so mm-hmm. exactly. um, yeah again thank you guys everybody who's listened this far um you guys are amazing and we'll well you'll hear from us next week <laughs> bye, bye. Thank, you so much. bye. thank you for bye. listening <laughs>